are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Jeremiah 33.3, it reads, Call unto me and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay preaches on how to attempt great things for God and expect great things. In this new year, it's important to plant good seeds in your life and you will reap a bountiful harvest. Let us learn ways in which we can draw closer to God through fasting and prayer and learn how these tools can free us from many strongholds. May you experience a great harvest as you plant good seeds through fasting and prayer this season. Be blessed. Thus saith the Lord, consider your way, oh yeah. Go up into the mountain and bring in the wood to build the house of God. I will take pleasure, I'll be glorified in it. This is my will for you. Oh, 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 child, I will build my house upon the rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. So will you build my church? Will you build my house? Will you be like Nehemiah? Build the house of God. I will build the church. I will build the house. I will be like Nehemiah. Build the house of God. Say, I will build your house. Oh, 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 oh. Just to put in a bag of gold Working so hard but getting so very little Oh yeah You have sown much but reap so little Because of my house that lieth way I will take pleasure I'll be glorified in it this is my will for you. Oh, child, I will build my house upon the rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh, yes, I will build you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. So will you build the church? Will you build the house? Will you be like Nehemiah? Build the house of God. Say, I will build the church. 
I will build your house. I will be like Nehemiah to build the house of God. Say, I will build your house. Oh, 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 oh. Building, 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 build the house of God. Building, 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 build the church of God. Say, like Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah, and just like Zerubbabel, we'll be building your house, yeah. We'll be building your house, Lord. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Found in heaven. Will you build a house? Will you be like Nehemiah? Build the house of God, say, I will build your house, I will build your church, I will be like Nehemiah, build the house of God, I will build your house, I will build your church, I will be like Nehemiah, build the house of God, say, I will build your house. I will build your church. I will be like Nehemiah. Build the house of God. Say, like Ezra, Nehemiah, and in the days of Zechariah, and just like Zerubbabel, let us build the house of God. Say, let's build the house of God. Let us build the house of God. Oh, 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 I will build your house. Oh, yeah, I will build your house. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Wow. Building the house of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we are in for the most important part of the service today. Amen. What we have been waiting for all week, the word is about to come each and every one of us. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want us to stand to our feet and give a great shout out to God and put your hands together for our very own Reverend Joe Orleans Lindsay. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you can do better. Show some excitement before the Lord. Woo. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Woo. Yeah. Spencer, I like your move. Your move. Those who know your name, put their trust in you. There is no other faithful God. Oh, yeah. So loving and true. Those who know your name, put their trust in you. There is no other So loving and true, oh, oh how I love 
name of Jesus. Oh, how I love his name. So sweet. How I love. Oh, how I love the name of go, Jesus. Go. No other name means more to how me. I love. Oh, how I love If you can't do this, you're old. Oh, how I love the name so sweet. How I love. Put your hands together for Jesus. Father, thank you for vibrancy and succulent bones. Yes. Your word says, like in Jesus Christ, no, none of his bones was broken. Thank you <laughs> that you have brought us together with fresh zeal and energy in this season of difficulties and challenges we choose to serve you may we join with joshua who says choose ye whom you will serve this day but as for me and my house we will serve the lord today give us a spirit of service give us a spirit of holiness give us a spirit of grace Give us your anointing to preach, to teach, to receive in humility the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. And may the word have free course in the lives of your people. Thank you and we welcome you Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Please put your hands together for the Lord and be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Kelvin. Good. Please, those, those seats are right there. You can be backbenchers. When you go for uh, basketball games, do you go for the lows, please? Anybody who you see front seats and you decide to sit at the nose, please, you are confessing that that's what you want to be. The closer to God you are, the better. Let me show you a scripture. So all the front seats should be filled, please. Every, 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 front, every seat in front of you needs to be filled. If there's a seat in front of you, it means you're doing something wrong. Now, the Bible says in Psalm 65 and verse number 4. Okay, Psalm 65. Psalm 65 verse 4. The Bible says, Blessed is the man whom God chooses and causes to approach unto him, so that he may dwell in his court. He said that that person... Any of us who does that, we will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, even of thy holy temple. You know, this scripture should make you draw closer. Any way you can draw closer to God, just do it physically and in every way. When you come to church, look for the closest seats, just like you do uh, courtside, right? When you go to a basketball game. And it's, what's it called? Front seats, eh? Floor seats. Tell somebody I'm a floor seat member. I'm a floor seat member. I'm a floor seat member. Amen. So beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before I start with the message, the message, the title of the message today is Attempt Great Things for the Lord. Attempt. Try. Attempt Great Things for the Lord. I thought you'd be excited and clap about it. But before I start, I want to announce the most exciting, give you the most exciting news of the year. Or I should wait till I finish preaching. 
Our prayer and fasting starts on Tuesday. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Our prayer and fasting is on Tuesday. It's Tuesdays to Saturdays. Okay? So it means that Sunday you are free to just pray and uh, Sunday and uh, Monday just personal. But on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's when we pray. Okay? Now, let me tell you a couple of things about fasting. A couple of things about fasting that should make you never stay out. Now, this time, our fast, uh, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, it says these things, there are certain things that never leave you except by prayer and by fasting. You know, they were asked, the disciples were asking Jesus, how come that they were not able to cast out certain demons when they needed to? And Jesus Christ says, because there's a problem with you. Because the kind that you're dealing with, they don't go out just by prayer alone. It goes with the twins' prayer with fasting. Anybody, any Christian who combines do these two twins, it's like having a car without tire. Do you get the point? Or tires without car. They are both useful, but unless you see that there's a difference when the tire is added. I mean, when I was a child, I used to have Tires, you know, old tires that we play with it. I just roll it and I run with it, roll it and run with it. I, to me, I had a car. Until I grew, I realized oh, I was missing the biggest thing. When I grew up, when Christians grow up, they stop using just tires. They add what the tire was made for. Okay? So you realize that you are able to resist Certain spirits. Well, say certain things do not go out except with combined prayer with fasting. Yes. Uh-huh. You see, so that's the reason why at the beginning of the year we fast three weeks. Despite less the silence in heaven. Oh, clap for the Lord Jesus. Now, let me tell you something. I've had these testimonies. I mean, every time... The is a fasting with prayer. And I'm going to explain to you why. The beautiful thing is that this fast has come at a good time for you. Now, the pandemic that you are complaining about this is one of the benefits for you. But because of the pandemic, we are not going to make it a stringent fast because you need your nutritional balance for immunity. So what we're doing is this. In fasting, see, it's prayer and fasting. It's not the, so much that fasting is important because the Bible says we humble ourselves by fasting. You remember 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It says that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn, 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. And I will answer them, and I'll, I'll answer them, I'll hear from them, and I will heal their land. Look at that. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Bible, David said, we humble ourselves with fasting. Humble themselves and pray. When you combine these, God says, and you seek my face. You know, when you seek somebody's face, like you go to seek the face of a lawyer, you want to have 
an interaction and present your case. Or to seek the face of a judge. Please avenge me. That's what it means to seek God's face. To avenge us. You have to go in humility. It's only people that are humble that can say, I can't help myself. Help me. That's what it means. When you humble yourself. Many Christians are not humble. That's the reason why when we are praying, we kneel down. Is to your height is, you know, I mean, seven feet like me. And then you kneel down and you become three feet eight or five feet. You get the point? Uh-huh. What you've done is you have lowered. Life is better when you start on your knees. You run faster and you reach early. Every morning, I make sure I'm on my knees before I start walking. Yeah. That's the reason why here. Yeah. There's a reason why children start off with crawling. And they sit. And they sit, they crawl, they wobble a little, and then they stand, they walk, and start walking. And each of these states, the more you become independent, the less help you get. Yeah. Children who cannot even they are help, more help, breastfeeding, everything. When they say they can sit down, the mother can do a lot of things and cook before. When you hear, ah, before you come. Uh-huh. When they start crawling, not that we want to help you, but we watch you because you are now saying that you can do a few things by yourself. And then you start standing. When you start walking, no problem. When you start running, you run your race. You realize that each of the stages, you lose more and more help. You lose more and more help. So when you can run, and now you go to the stage of kneeling down, that's when you are called the child of God. You are saying, I need help. It's called humility. When you humble, God says, if my people that I've given birth to and I've called you by my name, you will humble yourself and say, I need help. There's a reason why we kneel down and we lift our hands, just like a baby. Mommy, mommy, lift me up. Lift me up. (laughs) I remember when... When my child, I said, David, you look, kneel down. I want to carry you, mommy. I want to carry you. You want to carry my wife? I want to carry you, mommy. Is that not what she said? I want to carry you, mommy. Then he wanted to be carried. And one time I told her, carry her. But what she said, even you don't say it right, but your mother understands. You may not know how to pray, but just your posture, your humility. And you are saying that, Lord, Bless me. Lord, I bless you. As you are saying, Lord, I bless you. Rather, he's blessing you. I want to carry you, mommy. Then mommy carries him. Clap for the Lord Jesus. You will be in the hands of the the Lord. Over the next three weeks, you will get your greatest help. He said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I, the Lord, hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins. The sins that stand between you and God. Fasting erases, when you humble yourself, it erases them. The Lord says that the guy is humble and has come. Just by that, I will forgive thee your sins, and I will heal your land. You know when they say heal your land, what it means? When they reach the waters of Meribah, they call it, bitter waters of Mara, they couldn't. God said, I will heal the water. Look at that tree. Break from there. 
drop it in and the waters they could drink. Yeah. So when they say your land will be healed, what was not working becomes workable. There are certain things you have, but you can't use. That water, there was a big pool of water, waters of Mara, they couldn't drink. Peter. Yeah. You may be married, but you can't do anything about it. It's not nice. You have a job, but you wish this is a stressful. These are the ways that God heals. Heals your life. Yeah. Now, if you don't like your stomach, it will change. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> he will heal your land. You don't have that stomach will become nicer in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. So we all need some healing of stomachs, isn't it? Uh-huh. This fast will heal a lot of stomachs. I will heal your land. Some of us, we don't like our memory, our intelligence, our GPA. God will heal your land in that area. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So that's what God does when we humble ourselves. Hallelujah. And he's going to do it. And I want to read a little bit of fasting, um, the fast that God chooses and what he does. And I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 58 from verse number 6. Yeah. Uh-huh. It says that uh, from verse 5, maybe I should read it from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. This one, I want you, all of you to look at it. From verse 5. It says, you humble yourselves by going through just the motions. He says, and King James says, it, you fast. And you see, the word fasting and humbling yourself, you see, is the same. New Living says, you humble yourself. King James says, you fast. So it's the same thing. Says you humble yourself, of course, through fasting. King James. If you like, show them King James so that they will see that I'm, I'm. Is this such a fast as I've chosen a day for man to afflict his soul? So he's talking about fasting. So let's go back to New Living. So humbling yourself and fasting is the same. You humble yourself by going through. I'm telling you some of the great things that are going to happen to you. Amen. And and our fast is. I told you that because of the COVID, we are not going to make it. We are going to wake up in the morning pray. And we're going to pray minimum three hours. And then when you have joined in the three-hour fast, you can eat light. Do you get the point? Because we want to maintain your nutrition and your immunity for the sake of the pandemic. So it's not the fast that you won't eat the whole day. When you finish and you have some breakfast, instead of eating the sausage and the toast and the bread and the this, maybe you take half an egg and you drink some juice with it. Just you eat for strength, not for pleasure. So you're not going to starve. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Amen. After your three-hour prayer with that. And I'm going to make things, we're going to make things easy. But it will be very effective. You see that? Huh. So you, you just, you're not going to starve. Believe me, you will not starve. But you will fast something. Maybe that breakfast, normally you eat eggs. This fast, I will not eat eggs. I'll just do the bacon. Or you tell yourself, I'm not eating meat in this fast. Fast something. Even we say that, just say this time, I'm not eating any meat. Or this fast, I will not do any social media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be surprised. This fast, I'm not doing my best television. Fast something. Humble yourself. Say so you humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance. 
bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress up in burlap and cover yourself with ashes just to pretend. Don't pretend. Mean it. Mean it. Don't just go through the motions. Those who are in school have given you that you can actually eat your breakfast in a roundabout way. So you won't have to struggle. Because I know you have to go to school. But thank God you can do something light. Sometimes you miss your breakfast anyway. Do you get the point? For some of us who can decide that instead of eating three times a day, I'm eating just once a day. I'm just eating lunch. Do you get the point? Fast something. Okay. Now, it says that you dress up better. Is this what you call fasting to pretend just for going through the motions? Mean it. Do you really think this will please the Lord? Then the Lord goes on in his mercy to show us the right way to do it. And the blessings. Verse 6. Verse 6. Oh, brother. Okay, let me go. No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Now he says, free those who are wrongly in prison. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. Now do good during the fast. Remove the chains that bind people. Help people. Now, keep going. Verse 7. Share your food with the hungry. It means that, in other words, what you would have eaten, don't eat everything. Spare some of your food. And give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them. And do not hide from relatives who need your help. That means that let fasting be something that you also show up in a godly righteous way. Then, go on, the verse 8. Then, when you do the fast right, you decide this is a holy time for the Lord. And make that decision. See what happens. Then your salvation, God saves you from many things, will come like the dawn. Do you know when it says you come like the dawn? It was dark, suddenly light comes it will be obvious that God has done something in your life to save you. And your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward. And the glory of the Lord will protect you even from behind. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Amen. That is one of the reasons why, me, I don't wait for this three-week thing. Every day I fast twice, sometimes three times. By the grace of God. And it's been a tradition that we've had in my family, even as many years. You get? And every Christian should have that because of these blessings. God has, when they say somebody has your back, God has your back when you fast the right way from behind. It means that the things that you left, you didn't think, you thought you were moving on, but some things were to be corrected. You will take care of it. Then verse 9. Verse 9. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Fasting makes your prayers sharp. Sharp, sharp. Sharp. That's one ingredient, catalyst that makes prayers get answered. Zoomers, God will visit you not by Zoom, but in his presence. Yes. Amen. I hear some Zoomers saying amen. It's powerful. Clap for the Zoomers in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. He says, yes, the Lord will say, answer your call, and the Lord will say, yes, I am here. Can you when someone says, yes, I'm here, it means the person is eager to help you. When sometimes you don't want to help, when they call, you even pretend you haven't heard. But Bible says, when you are fasting and you pray, you call on the Lord, the Lord will answer, and not only will he answer, he will answer and say, yes, I'm here. He will quickly reply. 
Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors when you're fasting. Then verse 10. Feed the hungry. Help those in trouble. Then in the fast like this, your light will shine out of your darkness. I don't know which area there's darkness. Darkness means sin. Darkness means demons. Darkness means areas that are destroying you quietly. Darkness means maybe where there's a cancer growing. Your light will shine. Some, time to make it obvious will reveal it. And every evil thing, when light shines on it, it flees. That's one of the things that a fast does. Your light shines from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be as bright as noonday. Yeah. Many of us who have difficulty dealing with certain sins is because we have not intensified, we have not given us given our flesh a break and gone into spirituality mode with fasting. It's true. When you do that, things change. Things change, and things will change for you, Jesus' name. Yeah. Then it says in verse 11, uh, the Lord will guide you with, when you fast, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You think you become weak, but he will destroy your strength. Spiritual strength, academic strength, financial strength, every form of strength. You watch somebody who fasts and compared to somebody who eats all the time. The person who fasts is stronger. The person who eats a lot is obese and ill. Has hidden sicknesses, high cholesterol, high this, ready for stroke, ready for heart attack, ready for all kinds of things. But the Lord says, I will heal you of all these diseases. Yeah. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. Let me tell you, in the book of Daniel, Daniel was given the king's meat. He said, look, we have come here in a foreign land. We've started a new job. We've started a new year, a new life. We should eat. He said, no, I won't eat anything. He said he will eat just water and pulse. Yes. We call something the Daniel fast. He missed something. He's eight. Water and pulse. The Bible says their countenance was better, more healthy. They were more intelligent. The Lord cleaned them out and made them special. Yeah, stronger. And they were chosen. And they got breakthroughs when others were not getting them. People didn't know their secret. Their secret was fasting. Their secret was fasting. Yeah. And this fast is not a difficult fast. A fast that when you wake up, we're waking up in the morning. We're praying. And after that, you can go light, whatever you want to eat. But know that it's a fast. So don't go all out with eating. Just eat light for strength and not for pleasure. Thank you. Amen. The Zoomers are very happy. They said thank you. Clap for the Zoomers. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, at the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. Clap for the Lord Jesus. I am telling you that you will be better off after the fast than you were when you were eating. Yeah, this is the blessing of the fast. That's a very nice scripture. So ladies and gentlemen, your blessings are out. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Amen. And what are we going to do in the fast? We're going to wake up at 3.30 to 6.30. In the morning and pray for three hours. So we're going to sleep early 
Those of us who sleep at 1 a.m., stop it. You're going to sleep at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Because the Bible says, you remember that? The Bible says, don't just do regular things, routine things the way you normally did them. After your television program, you are giving up. So you can sleep at night. Change something. It's a fast. So change something about your life. So I will sleep early. By 9 o'clock, I'm asleep. So that by 3 o'clock, I'm awake by God's grace. Waiting for you to click in the Zoom at 3.30. Now, we're not going to come in here and be praying. We're going to pray on Zoom. Zoom and say, man. Amen. Uh, uh, Amen. 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 Now for the Zoomers again. Exactly 3.30. 3.30 is also because, you know God's telephone number is 333. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you did not even know. So we've decided, in fact, let's start the, 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 as exactly 3.33. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Someone say we start the prayer at 333. So the Zoom will start at 333. Because the Lord Amen. says, call me. Call on me. Ask me and I will enter. No, no, this is not correct. King James. King James says, call on me. God's phone number. Call on me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you knew not of. So our first our prayers start exactly at 3.33 every day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning. Clap for the Lord Jesus. And it is spiritually symbolic. And also three is a sign of the Trinity, isn't it? The number of the Trinity. Ah, beautiful. Amen. Three trees. How, what better can you get? It will be very powerful. I really look forward to it. So at 3.33, you're on. We pray. We're going to Pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. And when at six thirty we are finished, and you go, you take your light lunch, you take your juice, or you take your uh, uh, half egg or uh, uh, whatever it is that you call light. Then you go, and then maybe instead of eating lunch and dinner, you decide to combine or in between lunch and dinner. That's when you so that I don't eat too late. Then you go there. You're not going to starve. But what you're fasting is number one, you're fasting some part of the meat. And then you're fasting some part of your sleep. Normally you wake up at 9 a.m. This time you're waking up at 3 at 3 a.m. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. You get and you pray for three hours. Hour for God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three. It's it's a fast of threes. May the Lord give you a triple jump blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, we're going to pray, and we're going to pray, and we're going to believe God. Wake up. And we're going to assign people for calling, call up. And be open to it. Don't say, why are you calling me? Why are you calling me? You see, you have even proved that somebody's calling you. So I will personally call some of you. That, hey, it's 3.30, what's up? And say, Pastor, I've been awake since 3.33. Or when I wake up at 3, they say, Pastor, three minutes more. Because you said 333. I said, ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Amen. And you know, and the reality is that we are copying Jesus Christ name. Because you know, Jesus Christ prayed that way. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Bible says, Jesus Christ, a great while before day, in the morning, and in the morning, rising up 
a great while before day. How many think 333 is a great while before day? Yeah. He says that before day, he went out, departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. That's when nobody will disturb you. Your job will not call you. Your friends will not call you. Social media will be quiet. All the cling, 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 cling will go down from 3.30. Sion, correct? Is the right place? Yeah. 3.33 to 6.33. That's the place of God. And then you can, now you can call. By the time they wake up, you are fired up and strong in the Lord. So Jesus Christ did it. David also did it. In the book of Psalm, chapter 5, verse 3. Psalm 5 and verse 3. Watch this. The Bible says, My voice shall you hear, O Lord, in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto you. And what happens? I will look up to you for answers. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. That was the secret of David. David was a man after God's own heart. When King Saul was afraid of Goliath, David said, No, you don't know. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who dares to defy the armies of the Lord? I will not even use bow and arrow, natural weapons. The weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to pulling down of Goliath's stronghold. King Saul put armor and he said, no, no, no. I've not tested this thing. I am a spiritual person. In the wilderness, I fasted, I prayed. I know how to wake up early in the morning. So I come prepared with that armor and whatever. God is with me. And ladies and gentlemen, to, the, to testify that it was a good thing. Those of you who sleep and sleep and sleep and wake up and you are going home, you should learn from David. Even after this fast, you should learn to be like David so that you can look up. I look up to the hills from whence coming. When you wake up early in the morning and you fire your prayers and direct your prayer to God, you can confidently look up for supplies and God has supplied my needs. Look. I'm telling you by the grace of God. Rarely does my wife get to speak to me in the morning. Rarely. And my children. Yeah. You see, today I told uh, mommy, you know, I told you I got a daughter for my wife. She, she couldn't get a daughter. I got a daughter. Anyway, and she, there was supposed to be a party yesterday. The reason, I said, why didn't you invite me? Really, her answer would be, it was because I was in my room. Everyone did. Not because of a fast. But we're going to use this fast to start off a morning type prayer where you can be like David. The weapons of your warfare are not the sword type. You've used a lot of weapons that have not worked. But now you are going to naturally carry a spiritual weapon as part of your nature. And that weapon is your ability to wake up early. Remember 333. Is that good? Even if you are late and you go to 433. <laughs> you just add yourself to the Holy Ghost and say, Lord, because I'm here. My, my humanity has set in, so today we miss one hour. No problem. Even if you wake up and you realize it's 433, join. Yeah. Okay. And then this time, it was not only your body. You got your body and your tongue. Then it was five. It's still join. Still join. Hallelujah. But I, by the grace of God, you wake up at three and we will be calling you. Tell somebody, please call me, please call me. Akwise, please call me. Ah, you are looking call at my me. face. When you are saying call me, you are closing your eyes. It means, Pastor, call me, but call me gently. No, I won't call you gently. 
Because when I see a blessing, I'd like you to share it. It will be a blessing. Tell somebody there will be showers of blessing. Amen. Amen. There will be showers of blessing. Ah, look, David. Eh? There will be showers of blessing. Yeah, he could fight with bears and lions. And then rest with Yeah. King Solomon could throw javelins and it would not affect him. He still became king. His son would drive him out of the country. He would still maintain his kinship. It's because of this his habit of early morning waking up. Miraculous things happen. Even in a sin with Bathsheba, God still said, I like you. I like you. I like you. Many of us, the thing we like is an early morning prayer life. We are not like Jesus. We are not like David. The lovers of God. David was called a man after God's heart. Jesus Christ was a man God loved. His only begotten son. They all have this character. People who love God often have this character. In fact, people who love you love, you like to see them first. Have you heard that song? I want to wake up with you. It's a long time, but you don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. People who are close to you, usually when you wake up, those are the people that you see. Let your cell phone no longer be your most beloved. Let God be your most beloved. When you wake up, your first thing must be God. And not yourself. So that you can look up. This year you will look up and not look down. I said this year you will look up and not look down. This year you will look up and not look down. And let me see. Show you Psalm 3 and verse 3. How God glorifies you and makes you look up. Psalm 3 and verse 3. He says, but thou, O Lord, you are my shield and you are my glory and you are the lifter up of my head. God will lift you up confidently. You know, the, 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 the psalmist said, why are you downcast, O my soul? Your head is down. But you will look up confidently, chest out. Because the Lord will be your shield, will be your glory, and you'll be the lifter up of your head. Say amen. amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. So when does the fasting start? that tuesday god willing at what time 3 33 a.m up to what 6 well we don't know we can sometimes end at 6 26 which is up to at 3 33 is the starting time amen all right and three hours of prayer now when we finish the group prayer in fact the book that we are using is called labor to be blessed labor cesaria can you please give me that and I will, we will send a copy of that book to all of you. We'll be mixing it with flow prayers, you know, flow arrow prayers, and then the book. That book is fantastic. How? Work at your blessing. Yeah, labor in the way you will be blessed. When you carry a blessing, it's far better than when you carry a car. You can carry a car to get support, but if you have the blessing, more cars will come. Yeah. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and add those sorrow. Yeah, it's the blessing of the Lord. That's the book. Labor to be blessed. That's going to be our, we call it fasting five to seven days. Charge you that we, that's the book we're going to be. I'm going to give it to everybody. Pray the scriptures in the book into your mind. Yeah. And we're going to pray with prophets, dag. Uh, for some part of the three hours, sometimes we you know two hours, and then we we'll take the book. We also fire home. In Jesus, 
I am so excited about this fasting. Clap for Jesus. Tell somebody, I am excited. You see, all the people that were thinking, this year I'm going to get very hungry. You see, you're ashamed. You see, you're ashamed. They're not going to get hungry. You're going to get spiritual. Hallelujah. So everybody's going to determine your own level. That means what you call light, what you eat. For some of you, when you say light, it means immediately you finish, you eat right. It's up to you. You eat pork, it's up to you. But whatever it is, turkey legs, it's up to you. Whatever it is, make, try and go lighter than you normally would have gone. Okay? We don't want you to starve, but we don't want you to also become gluttonous. Okay? All right? It's a fast. Remember, it's a fast. And what you lack in putting all the food away, bring it on by putting something on television or social media, or I'll take meat out, I'll take whatever it is out. Some of you take rice out. Yeah. Hey! That would be humbling in need for some people like me. Amen. Hey! I'm already shaking. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it will be an exciting time. Clap for the Lord Jesus. It will be an exciting time. You know, in the course of the week, when we start the fast, when you come on the line, I will share with you certain scriptures that will strengthen all of us. But there, to show the devil you can. You can wake up. You know, in the night, the Bible says, while men slept, the devil planted thorns. I will share with you all those scriptures. While men slept, while men slept, while men slept, that's when the devil, but you be surprised. I would say be sober, be vigilant, stay vigilant, stay out. For your adversary, the devil is walking around, around seeing who he whom resisted fasting in his day. I would say, you know, Matthew 13 35. While men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears among their wheat and went out. He will not meet you asleep. He can sow evil where there was supposed to be good. I am very excited about this fasting coming on. I'm very excited. You know what I'm excited about? Students can do it. Workers can do it. Men can do it. Children can do it. Even pregnant women can do it. That's what I like about this fasting. There is no, every excuse you have, the Lord has taken it away. The food excuse has been taken away. Yeah. You said I didn't have time because I'm going to school. It's been taken away. But prayer ends before your school time. Amen. And you can sleep early. It will be nice. Really nice. The beautiful thing is the fact that people are going to be calling us. Your shepherd will be calling you. Amen. Your shepherd will be calling you. And I think it will be a great, great, great blessing. Hallelujah. Super, super fanta terrific. Super fanta biblical, I do. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so ladies and gentlemen, let me just quickly give you in the next 10 minutes. The next 10 minutes. What we call attempt great things. I'm saying the attempt great things to end with it because I feel that this is a great thing you are going to attempt. You've never woken up at 3.33 consistently before. And on Saturday, once we finish a three-hour prayer and we go, you can get, get a normal Saturday. 
That weekend is your. But for some of you, Saturday is the time that you can actually join. And after that, you go and see. So don't miss out on Saturday. Okay? And in between, like when we start, when we even finish praying, in the course of the day, you do your own prayer. Yeah. You do the prayers we pray, write it down. And you spend night in the afternoon, you take your lunch break. You, instead of going to uh, uh, steak uh, and, and, and what? Steak and cheek. You just, you just got some um, what? Salad. And then as you're salading, you are praying away. Mm. Or you just got some shake, uh, some, some smoothie only. And then you are just praying. It's so beautiful. Mm. Oh, clap for this beautiful Thank fight. you, Pastor. You are very nice, Pastor. Mm. We love you. Certain demons will never be there. You'll be like, Amen. when people are, I'm running away from life. You'll come and say, look, you don't know who The God that is with me, who killed the lion and the bear, will destroy me. And then you have the head of holy. Man. You see, and this attempt great things comes from one. When we read just one chapter, attempt great things. Isaiah chapter 54. You see that scripture that says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every time that rises up against you, you shall condemn. That scripture. You've, you've only seen a little part of it. It starts from verse 1. Go to just read it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, that scripture from verse 1, New Living Translation, New Living Translation from verse 1. It says, Sing, O childless woman who has never given birth. Sing, somebody who's never fasted like that before. This will be your chance. This will be your time. You will attempt great things in Jesus' name. Break into loud, joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who has never been in labor, you've never done it before. You're going to do things you've never done before. You're, some of you will pray for the first time for three continuous hours. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. The person who has empty, no spirituality, no angels, suddenly your area will be filled with plenty of a host of heavenly angels. And verse 2 says, verse 2, so you're going to sing the things you've not done before. You are declared as barren. Barren, but you'll be fruitful. Amen. Verse 2 says, because something great is going to happen, because you're attempting a great thing, enlarge your coast, enlarge your house, build an addition. Expect more. The theme is attempt great things and expect great things. Attempt great things and expect great things. Enlarge your house. Build additional ones. Spread out your home and spare no expense because great things are coming. Renee, say amen. amen. Then it goes on to say, look, these are your blessings. For you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations. That means that what you're doing now is not just for now. It's for the future. Has posterity with it. And they'll resettle the ruined cities. Things that were destroyed in your life will be repaired. Verse 4. Fear not. You will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. I'm seeking the word of God to you. Anybody who, what you haven't done before, you are now going to do. You have never done this, but you will join in. 
You every time we fast, you say minus me. But this time you make a decision. I will start. This is your blessing. Amen. This is your blessing. You said I'm a student. Oh, every time you have an excuse, I'm a student. I'm a child. I'm a woman. I'm pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I'm tall. I'm short. I'm this. I will lose weight. This time, this will be your fear. Don't be afraid. Every fear that made you never do it today is gone in Jesus' name. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of your widowhood. That's fine. For your creator will be your husband. In those days, when they say he will be your husband, it means you take care of it. What you lack, he will supply. The strength will be supplied by God himself. God, the creator, will create new zeal in your heart. Amen. Amen. The armies, the Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He is your redeemer, the holy one of Israel, the God of all the earth. Keep going, verse 6. And he says, for the Lord has called you back from your grief. The things that made you sorrow, the things that made you cry, he's calling you back from it. He said, sing, O barren, it is time to you, for you to rejoice and to sing. And it starts with this fascinating prayer. Yeah. For a brief moment, I abandoned you. But with great compassion, I will take you back. Keep going. God will restore your relationship. God will bring you close to himself. This fast will bring people very close to God. Anointing will be with you. Angels will be with you. I tell you. Yeah. In a burst of anger, I turned my face away for a little while. But with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you says the Lord your Redeemer. Clap for Jesus. Verse 9. Just as I swore in the time of Noah that I will never again let a flood cover the earth, so now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. Going. For the mountains may move and the hills may disappear. But even then, my faithful love for you will remain. Ha! Say amen. amen. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. Then, verse 11, O storm-battered city, O troubled and desolate woman, storms have troubled you, have battered you, issues have confronted you over the years. It's been tough. The Lord says, I will rebuild you with precious material, precious jewels, and make your foundations from lapis lazuli. It means from precious stones. Wow. Sapphires. Mm. Precious stone, sapphire. That word is sapphire, precious stone. I will make your towers with sparkling rubies, your gates of shining gems, and your walls of precious stones. The Lord is doing a revamping of our lives. He's putting new material in our lives, new materials in our future. I can even say that my identity, even with my family lines, has changed. Because of the blood. It will change your Every curse, ancestral problem will be delinked, delinked from you, Jesus' name. Amen. Then verse 13, I will teach all your children and they will enjoy great peace. This fast is also about generations to come. You may be a child, but your future is at stake. Amen. Your children are at stake. I could say amen. amen. Your families and generations are at stake. We will pray for them all. You will see. Labor for the blessing. Amen. Labor for the blessing means work hard about the blessing. Verse 14. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. God's kingdom will rule. Your enemies will stay far from you. 
you will live in peace and terror will not come near you anymore clap for jesus if any nation or group of people comes to fight you it is not because i send them it means god is saying that i will not send evil against you to fight you whoever attacks you will rather go down in defeat in jesus name in the name of then verse 16 i have created the blacksmith who finds the coals beneath the forge and makes weapons of destruction and i have created armies that destroy but this is the scripture you're looking for 17 no weapon formed against you but in the coming day no weapon formed against you will succeed you will silence every voice raised up to accuse you through your prayers through your prayers evil will be silenced these benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the lord you will do great things as a servant of god you will attempt great things yeah, therefore expect great things Amen. the vindication will come from me i the lord have spoken it clap for the lord jesus clap for the lord jesus i the lord have spoken it i'm excited about what is coming if you believe it with me give the lord a mighty shout of praise and rise to your feet hallelujah rise to your feet mm. you know somebody here who has who's wondering will i be able to do this change your mind somebody's here who's every time there's a fact you you, you eject today don't eject don't eject three 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 be there by the grace of god right go on the same zoom link that we use for church will be sent go on it click just this time I am giving you permission not to show your face. Because when you wake up, your face is a little different. <laughs> so this time, it is no vision. We're going to show you the videos we're praying with, and then you will hear voice and things like that. I mean, but just pray along. And don't just sit and listen to prayer. Prayer is not listening. Prayer is open. Prayer. Remember what God says. God says, call upon me, and I will answer you. Not watch other people call upon me. So when you come, connect your voice with prayer. Put your hand on your heart. Father, I pray. I feel the anointing. I feel the power. I feel the grace of God coming to your people already. I hear, Lord, hearts, appreciative and hearts who are determined already to be part of this wonderful time of revival, season of withdrawal, season of your blessing, laboring to be blessed. I pray for supernatural equipping. I pray for your anointing. I pray for strength in the inner man for everyone here. I pray for every heart to be established. I curse and I cancel and neutralize every work of Satan that puts doubt in your children. I cancel every spirit of excessive sleep, laziness, and spiritual backwardness in the name of Jesus Christ. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ that speaks better things than the blood of Abel to speak for your children, to speak for your children, and to address every area that needs to be addressed. Lord, some of your children have academic issues. Some of your children have social issues, relationship issues. Some of us have health-related issues. Some of us have family issues. Some of us have financial issues. Some of us have issues with our parents and with all kinds of places, job-related issues. 
You are no discriminator when it comes to issues. You are capable of resolving every issue. Bible says certain things do not go out except by prayer and fasting. Through this season of prayer and fasting, deal with every myriad of problems in the name of Jesus Christ. And let your children go free. For he who the Son sets free is free indeed. With all heads bowed and all eyes closed, if you are here, before we start this prayer and fasting, to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to surrender your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You want to start a new walk. You cannot pray to a God you don't relate with and you don't know. A God that you are not sure about. Today, you want to commit your life to Jesus Christ or rededicate your life to Christ. This is your call. This is your time. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just do one more thing. While all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, just lift up your right hand. Whether you are in Zoom or you are here, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you wherever you are. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you wherever you are standing. Don't go home without giving your life to Jesus. Don't go home and feeling self-conscious and you walk away and you never get, took advantage of this opportunity. If you are here and you are giving your life to Jesus Christ on Zoom or here, I want to pray this prayer with you. Say this after me. Say, Almighty Father, thank you for this offer. I take it with my full heart. I receive the Lordship of Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Please forgive me for all my sins because I know that I am a sinner. I am not cool with you, but please be cool with me as you wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Savior, the Son of the living God, who died for me and God raised him from the dead. By this confession of faith, I am born again. I am a child of God. Please write my name in the book of life and fill me with your sweet Holy Spirit. Strengthen me for the upcoming fast and prayer. Help me to wake up. Let me set up an alarm and let me stay awake. Help me to sleep early so that I can wake up and call on your number at 333. Help me, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed. Be blessed.